1: Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Oh my gosh. Are you hungry, Bradley?
0: I am so... I'm always hungry, girl. Are you kidding?
1: Okay. Well, I was wanted to know if you, uh, I could interest you in a little bit of Christmas tree.
0: A Christmas tree what?
1: Like a Christmas tree uh, pickled items with Christmas tree what? pine needles. You want or, me
0: to eat a Christmas tree?
1: I do want you to eat a Christmas oh. tree. And I am talking about... Um, This trend that's out there, a woman has an entire book called How to Eat Your Christmas
0: Tree. (laughs) Okay, I'm all, you know, I love a good um, pickle story. So you're telling me I can pickle my tree?
1: You can pickle your tree. So this lady, her name is Julia Gorgiali or Gorgiali. Gorgialis. What we'll color call her Julia. Gor- Julia G. Uh, she has a book called How to Eat Your Christmas Tree. <laughs> you can use the needles as you would use rosemary or bay leaves for flavor.
0: Oh, I did not know this. <laughs> this is fascinating. What does it taste like? Pine?
1: Well, they keep mentioning rosemary, and I'm like, oh. well, why don't you just use rosemary? <laughs>
0: But people got a tree in their yard.
1: They do. So or the in their whole...
0: in their living room. They Actually, get rid of...
1: I think we have some audio of her talking about eating Christmas trees. Oh,
0: yeah, Okay.
2: How to Eat Your Christmas Tree is a cookbook that explores the unsung edible heroes of our forests, the humble Christmas trees, and their evergreen friends. In the U.S. and U.K. alone, 40 million trees are harvested and thrown away each year. My Little Green Cookbook's 22 delicious recipes with ideas such as Christmas tree cured salmon, spruce flavored ice cream and Christmas tree alcohol.
0: Christmas tree alcohol. Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> you so you could turn it. your tree into booze.
1: Yes, flavored gin. Uh you can also use fir trees as uh in ice cream to pickle vegetables, flavoring gin, like I said. Oh, um, they also I get it. are using okay. the wood that can be burned to make pine ash, and then you can use that ash in gardens for cleaning in the kitchen. Um
0: you know, I'm actually. This is fascinating. I will. T- can I tell you? I actually no. have. What? No, go ahead. I got um, on my TikTok a story from the Black Forager on how to make Sprite <gasps> out of your pine needles.
1: And what is the black forager?
0: <laughs> so she she and she's on Instagram, but also TikTok. She her name is Alexis Nicole. Okay, she's a forager and a foraging teacher. She's um, just like this amazing human yeah. that like walks around and like picks stuff off the ground and goes, "You can eat this." And then she tells you how to eat it. And then at the end, she goes, "Don't die," because <gasps> she tells you like how to avoid like like mushrooms. Like don't eat these because you'll die.
1: Right, but, they're so risky those mushrooms.
0: Exactly, but with pine needles, a couple weeks ago i saw a video of her taking pine needles and turning them into sprite you can literally turn your christmas tree into, soda. into food yeah
1: i feel like it's a lot of pressure if you're <laughs> doing it for the sake of the environment like uh julia g mentioned there yeah that 40 what did she say 40 million
0: it's a lot of trees because she's saying term term excuse me turn them into food
1: Turn them into food, but do you have to eat the whole tree? Because I feel pressure that's like, now I have this life tree, like tree, and now I have to figure out a way to eat it all.
0: Don's you like, know? oh God, I have to finish eating my tree!
1: Right. I mean, I guess I can burn the wood and get rid of that, but then how do you keep it... Do you, don't, you freeze it? Do you... I mean, I'd have to get the book.
0: You just feel like it's a lot of work. I feel like You're it's You're just a lot throwing of work. the tree out. Do you have a tree?
1: Uh, no, I don't. But my... We used to have a live tree when I was yeah. growing up, like every year. And then my mom went to the.
2: Fake Did she tree. ever
0: eat it?
1: No, um, you know I'm surprised because my parents were pretty, you know, forager. Yeah, right? they were
0: back to the land people, right? They sure In were. In the 70s, like they, this is like I'm <clears throat> telling you, your parents were pioneers.
1: They were. They ahead were ahead of their time. They came from California to be homesteaders. <laughs> if back. only
0: there there was TikTok back then, they would <laughs> right. be multi millionaire influencers now. <laughs>
1: My mom, I mean, she could be an influencer right now. If I how to was, feed crows, yeah, she. You can check that out on my Instagram. Would Donna she be Dart.
0: eating pine tree?
1: I don't know if she would go that far. I know that she makes like with. She does make really cute um, wreaths out of pine cones, like a huge pine cone wreath.
0: Okay, and she'll put Maybe you like
2: eat it.
1: little. Mm, yeah, I mean. I wonder if you can eat a cone, a pine cone.
0: You know, I will tell you, I one of the things that the pandemic did for me was make me curious about the world around me and how we are so weirdly afraid of the world that's around us, the wild world that's around us. And in actuality, there are all these wonderful things that are totally normal and half the time's edible, and you just don't even realize it, whether it's acorns, black walnuts. I found, again, just watching people on TikTok, yeah. we've got all these black walnut trees in um, Minneapolis, yeah. that you can turn into all sorts of stuff. I haven't done it, because frankly, I just like to pretend that I'm gonna do those things. Oh, I see. And just watch them on the TikTok. But it's it's fascinating, all of the things, like the fact that you could turn that dumb Christmas tree that you've been throwing out every year into food.
1: It is fascinating. I, um, I don't know if I would do it, though, and I have to be honest with you, this is a little woo-woo for me.
0: I mean, girl, there's no shame in that game. I'm just like... Some people's woo-woo is other people's not woo-woo. Woo-wah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, Woo-wah. wow, wow. <laughs>
0: Wah-wah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all into like, show me how to pickle some. I will tell sure. you fermenting. Like, tell me what's going to happen when I ferment X, Y, and Z. I'm all...
1: Okay, well maybe you can try. If anybody's and find got a some tree. pine needles, yeah. <laughs> if you have a pine tree, because you don't want to put some random weird like uh, great mountain cedar in there, well, and you don't even know that.
0: Well, yeah, and it's poison. That's sure. that's why I don't do half these things because they'll be like, you know, you can totally make, you know, jam out of this little berry that uh, is in your neighborhood, and with my luck, no, that little berry
1: is going to send you to the hospital, going to kill me. Or to hospital, as the British say.
0: Yes, and us to hospital. But anyway, um, if anybody else has eaten their Christmas tree.
1: (laughs) You know who might have? Stephanie Hansen.
0: Oh, girl, she has totally eaten her tree. Oh,
1: my gosh. We need to get her on the horn next week and ask her if she's ever eaten pine I'm going
0: to tweet her right now.
1: Yeah, I'm sure she Uh, has. Hey,
0: Steph, have you ever eaten your tree? (laughs) Okay, we'll find out and we'll let people know.
1: Yes, oh, (laughs) my gosh.
0: Have you ever eaten?
1: Have you ever eaten you gotta be your? Real yeah, yeah, you got to be careful about that. Like, don't say, "Have you ever eaten your bush?" No, Your Dawn! pine bush. I'm saying Dawn! there's like a fig bush or Dawn! fig trees. What?
0: I knew you were going to say that.
1: No, you didn't. I did. do not know me like that. Well, you
0: know why I knew that? Because that's what I wanted to say, and I stopped myself. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. I'm here for you. I'm here to be the dirty one. Okay. Um,
0: so <laughs> can we can we move on to speaking of uh, dirty ones, and by that I mean um, folks heading to prison. Can we talk about the Chrisleys?
1: (gasps) Absolutely, because that's way dirtier than anything I said.
0: Well, yeah, stealing from the federal government is pretty dirty. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about Todd Chrisley because he's going to do an interview, a tell-all. People are coming out with tell-alls left and right, and I want to hear this one. So let's talk about it when we come back. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends and Hero. Look outside. You don't want to leave your home, but sometimes you have to, and it's fine. We got to go to work. We got to do things. I know a bunch of people that are totally willing to leave their home on a moment's notice in any weather to keep you safe and secure in your home. And that's the folks at Hero. The pros at Hero are here all year long. They know that the weather doesn't necessarily give a crap about your pipes or it doesn't give, uh, you know, a rat's behind about your electrical system or your furnace. So things happen, and when they do, you need someone who can help. So no matter what problem ails your home, you can call Hero. Heating, plumbing, cooling, electric, air quality, you name it. The pros at Hero have helped in our home several times in the last year. In fact, we had a little bit of an ice situation in a pipe. Turns out it resolved itself, but I was literally ready to call Hero and say, Hey, guys, help. If you've got issues in your home, call Hero.com today. Don't forget to tell him Bradley saying
1: talk 107 one everything entertainment everything oh we just learned about eating christmas trees and now the chrisley's they're headed to prison (laughs) but they have something to say
0: okay so todd chrisley specifically is doing a tell-all interview and i'm very excited because i love tell-all interviews we've got prince harry coming up into in a week and uh you know i've been mildly weirdly i don't know why because i haven't really ever watched their show but i'm bizarrely obsessed with the Christmas. because they're
2: such
1: liars and the, that's interesting Thank you
0: i love that you just you're you're being honest and i appreciate it that.
1: yeah that's it you just you marvel at people that can just bold face lie in your
0: face and they do it uh, no bold tr- face in your face bold bald in my face is it bold <laughs> yeah. or bald
1: it's i think it's bold face yeah
0: i think you're right but why do i always feel like it's bald anyway well, because back you're to-
1: looking at mike right now. <laughs> he, and is, he has a perfectly round head by he the way. He does
0: have a beautiful head for being or for not having hair. Like it's if like I were to perfect. If I were to shave my head. Mm-mm. No. No, it
1: would be all which lumpy is becoming and weird increasingly
0: an issue because
1: <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: my hair is thinning. Anyway, not about me. This is about Todd Crisley.
1: And his hair is not thinning.
0: Uh, I don't think so, but he could be wearing a wig. I don't know I because there because there are a lot of things that he's not willing to be honest about but he's saying he's going to do a tell-all interview and uh in this interview well let's just say people might wonder who's he doing the interview with right that's a good question the interview sure well he's doing the interview with his kid so his kid wait a minute is going to do this tell-all interview
1: his kid is interviewing him yes so he's going to say hey dad
0: Let's listen to Remember a little bit how of: you
1: spoiled me?
0: Let, let's listen to a little bit of Todd <laughs> Crisley and his kid okay. talking about this very, very honest, open, sure. truth-telling interview.:. Okay. But I'm looking forward to that interview, um, not because it's going to be a softball interview, because you have said, "Am I allowed to ask all of the hard questions?" And I said, "You can ask me anything I'm your daddy yeah no! so has there ever been a time in your life to where you've come to me that you could not ask me anything no but and, i think there's
2: a lot of questions that a lot of people who actually do support us want answers to well the, or they're they just they're eager to know they know, they want to know what they can pray for how they can be ah. there and you know like if anything you do it for the people that actually are supporting you
0: so todd oh, okay. wants you to, th- to know that he's doing a tell-all interview about yeah. all of the crimes that he didn't crime yeah. before he heads to a federal penitentiary. And uh, it's going to be nothing but truth. And his kid is going to be the one bringing the truth to him because he's his daddy.
1: Does he say, Daddy, did you ever have an also, affair with a man?
0: I'm never, I'm never, I would never call... My adult father, Daddy. No, I don't Daddy. Know
1: I know it's the South. It is the South, but it still has a weird connotation. Yeah, you know. I mean, just look up any porn site and type in "Daddy." Oh God! Oh I'm God! It's so it's a uncomfortable. It's no, a you're thing right. For I know. men and women, I know. you know you what just, I mean. It's like a huge category,
0: Daddy. Anyway, I will like. And like, he's ever gonna ask him, like, "Did you crime?" And yeah, what's da- what's Todd gonna say? Well. I know I lied to everybody else, but I'm going to tell you the truth.
1: He's not going to. He's going to say, we didn't know what we were doing. That was our accountants that did everything, and we didn't know.
0: What I, I think what I love about listening to Todd Chrisley when he's talking about things. that <laughs> so he
1: sounds like Paula Deen.
0: <laughs> can we listen to him again just one more time? Yeah,
1: let's hear it.
0: This is uh, Todd Chrisley talking Todd about Chrisley his tell Todd Chrisley interview.
1: knows best. But, but I'm looking forward
0: to that interview. Um, not because it's going to be a softball interview, because you have said, am I allowed to ask all of the hard questions? And I said, you can ask me anything. I'm your daddy. Yeah. So it's has like there daddy. ever been a time in your life to where you've come to me that you could not ask me anything? No, but and, I think there's a lot of questions okay, that a lot so of people So that's Todd that. Chrisley. I, again, I don't think his son is going to say, like, I know you have told us that you didn't do these things. The thing I'm fascinated by is like, he just it's like he must believe himself yes or he thinks that we are all so stupid that well, we just if he speaks with such confidence we will believe him
1: well he's doing it for the people that already support him because you don't do interviews for people that don't support you and i'm like well that means that they believe your lies already and so you just want to speak so it's really easy you're preaching yeah. to the choir there todd yeah. and why do you feel the need to speak out
0: well it and exactly. And what you don't hear is in the first part of this was on their podcast, by the way, because they have a podcast aptly named Chrisley Confessions, <laughs> wherein they confess <laughs> they nothing. Don't say any- I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
0: the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: They don't confess anything.
0: And in that, before he talks about the media and like, the media just loves to get pictures of us for no reason. And the media is so horrible, which is why I decided... You know, I got a son who's just as good as any of them other reporters, <laughs> and he can tell the truth. And I'm like, no, I think you <clears throat> want your son to ask you the questions because he's not going to ask you anything uncomfortable. These he's not going to be- ask you about the secret love affair right. that was testified to in open court
1: right. that you said you didn't happen. With your business partner. The man
0: that you crimed with. Yeah. Who has been also, uh, well, he had a deal, but there there were three people who were convicted. Mm. including but not limited to his wife and to this day they both say they don't even say like we didn't do anything period end of story this is all just lies they go people know the truth and we know the truth and we don't have to we're (laughs) you're like no but just you were convicted it doesn't matter yeah, and what there's
1: you th- super there's hard evidence that it's yes! plain. there's a paper. paper trail there's a paper trail that shows that you took out all of these loans fraudulently to support your lifestyle Why am and I f- yeah. it's just I, I just when people are so blatantly caught i think the public would support them if they would just admit to it they're going to well, jail and, and you could have gotten a plea deal.
0: Because they've got this, like, religious group around them, right? Like, they're yes. very religious. They wear their religion on their sleeves. They're yes. very public and open about it. It's a part of who they are and their identity, which is awesome. But don't you think in that context it would be real easy or at least there would be in a way publicly to acknowledge the things that you did yeah, and then say, look,
1: be it to Treat it like Jim Baker. We're
0: all sinners.
1: Yeah, just say, listen, I sinned and I did bad. And then people, then they remind you, if you're a Christian, yeah. you should forgive me. Remember what Jesus said to do? And then they can do it again.
2: What? <laughs> well, That's not
1: how I it mean, works, It's not, but it seems to work for them. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that you have just to... Just say you're sorry
0: and then you can do it again. If it's you, fine. If
1: you subscribe to that newsletter you know the jesus newsletter yeah. which is great that if you version do, if you of the jesus newsletter exactly by the way. that's right. a very
0: specific newsletter it
1: is it means that like you need to admit your fault and then ask for forgiveness yeah and he's not doing those steps
0: no it, it well that's what i find so fascinating because like jim baker and tammy Faye, and like you know a hundred other people like them when they did finally be get held to account they owned it and they took responsibility for it now they could end up doing what jim baker did and start selling buckets of dehydrated food
1: <laughs> in branson missouri and
0: building a whole new empire which by the way they're literally building like an ark uh yeah. for everybody to go into yeah, but know. you got to buy their like really expensive mac and dehydrated mac and cheese
1: right have and you ever seen their, i was in the same buckets? radio market
0: were you really yes they said i was there?
1: evil <gasps> Because we would talk about them. A I lot.
0: remember this. I forgot
1: that. <laughs> Jim Baker speaking my name. The Don McLean show. That's an evil show. Oh, that well, is evil. No wonder devil, you
0: don't like the Chris. The devil.
1: You All know, right. the devil is uh, speaking through her.
0: <laughs> Great. We're well, speaking. Speaking. Of, why Let's is the devil sticking his tongue out at me? <laughs> ah. Hey, will you keep that going, devil uh, person? Because when we come back somebody wants you to interpret their dream.
1: Oh, for sure. You want to do some dream weaving? It's very devilish. 651-641-1071 if you want to call. And also, you can send me an email as well at dmcclainhbi.com. Bye! Oh, Talk 1071 yeah. Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Dawn. That's Bradley. That's Hi. Mike answering the phones right now. And we're going to do uh, the Dreamweaver segment. Why do you tell
0: me about your dream? I was back in high school,
2: and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again.
0: I was driving, I was driving my, car my car, and I
2: couldn't control, control it. Then, then I, fell I fell off, off a cliff, cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do oh. you know what this dream means? <laughs> Weaver. <laughs>
0: Dawn, yeah. do you want to weave, weave some dreams?
1: I want to weave some dreams. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say, weave some dreams. Weave some dreams. Yes, I do. Um, and for everybody that's on hold right now, just to remind you, if you've never heard this segment, that um, we would love for you to sum up your dream in one paragraph. So if, um, if we really don't need details like my pants were red, okay. because that doesn't really matter. That's just a detail that your beautiful brain is throwing in there.
0: Uh, Mike has gotten Sydney ready for you. Are you ready yeah, to take I'm Sydney's ready. call?
1: Hi, Sydney. How are
2: you? Oh, hi. Good. Good. Okay. Here's the dream. Here's the opening scene. Yes. Um, I'm on the ground and I'm near next to a chair. It's a like a dining room chair. You know, like a wooden, just regular dining room chair. Mm-hmm. And it's not about having fallen on the floor or being on the floor. It's about I'm trying. I keep trying to use the chair to to get up, but I can't
1: get up. Mm, okay. And uh, are you inside a house?
2: I'm inside a house, and there's nothing else, like, you know, appears to be in the room. Mm. It's just myself on the floor next to the chair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it's not about falling or anything, but mm. I'm on the floor next to the chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to use the chair to pull yourself up up. okay
1: and do you feel like this is like it's not like the top level of your house it could be the first floor it doesn't seem to be like a second floor or
2: yeah do you know that it it doesn't seem to be related to any room it's like an an empty room Mm -hmm. kind of dark all around okay not really about that but more it's just more about like The chair okay
1: and myself on the floor and it seems like a dining room chair like a chair that you would sit at a table and eat yes okay all right sydney i'm going to do my best with this now the dream is always about the dreamer so if there were other people in your dream it's about yourself so you are alone and you're isolated in this room that i'm going to assume is a kitchen food is knowledge so and a house is your mind And so there is a place within your mind where you're having problems basically absorbing some knowledge that has come your way. Um, You know that there is some knowledge in this one specific area of your mind. You're having trouble dealing with this one aspect of your mind. Um, You can't even lift yourself up to sit at the table to even eat. So, And it's also, since it's dark around you, there's a lack of awareness that you have about this. Uh, And it would have happened if this dream happened to you in the last couple of days. You need to reflect on what's happened in the last 48 hours. So there's something that you're afraid of or you feel like you just can't face, let's say. And it literally isn't allowing you to move forward in your life. So you're going to need to... Tackle that thing that I don't know what that is, so um through these symbols, I'm feeling like there's an area of your life and in your mind that you right now can't face, and it's there's a lack of awareness wow. there,
2: oh okay, very s- interesting and very apropos. I'm having some um issues at work related to knowledge and mm. education and training oh. and not oh yeah,, yeah. Okay. so this sounds um, it's, it's ring bells for, for you, Sydney oh. What'd you say? And, and interestingly, it came to a head. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. It came to a head last week. So, oh, okay, I bless
1: you. I'm. You will get through this. Okay, yeah. but we're gonna okay, uh, let you. you go now just think about that and process it and you might not have those scary dreams anymore
0: Thank you Sydney. Okay. Thank yeah. you God, you're so good at this not like I just I'm like <laughs> where does she pull all this out of but it's you You do such a great job.
1: I'm trying. Okay. No, you're doing next? a great
0: job. We've got Christina on the line If you'd like to talk Hi. to her.
1: Hi, Christine. Is it Christina or Christine? Christina? Christina. Christina. All right, Christina Tell me about your dream.
2: Okay. First of all, love you guys. Thank you so much um, Oh so I've had this recurring dream and it's gotten progressively worse like over the last year where I'm overall weak. Like I can't, I'm just doing my normal thing, activity, and then I'm supposed to like run from something or I'm trying to catch up to somebody and my body just quit working. And it's like my legs are like cement and I can't run mm-hmm. and it's like hard to walk and it's almost like my body's just giving out.
1: Okay. All right. So um, when we're walking towards something in life, there's a plan that we put in place. And you are trying to catch up to yourself. You probably have too much on your plate right now, and it's leaving you a little bit paralyzed. Mm. So basically what I'm doing is I'm looking at the form and the function of what your legs are. Your legs move you forward. And when it comes to the mind, since we're always dreaming about our mind and how we're processing the world around us, that would be moving on to the next stage of something that you've planned. And you feel behind You feel like that person out there you're trying to catch up with is you, first of all. And uh, you probably can't see you see it as you. It's just another person. So it's a part of yourself that you aren't super familiar with. So if it's part of you that doesn't like to plan everything out from like, let's say it's a person within you that's more free and that doesn't hyper over plan things <clears throat> you don't know that person very well and you're trying to trying to catch up to that person
0: oh. okay
1: so if you're the type of person that plans your day like a b c d all of these aspects there's another part of you probably that's a little more free and you don't know that person very well and you're trying to catch up to that person but you feel a little paralyzed about it
2: Wow! That,
0: does that ring a bell, I, Christina?
2: You know what? I actually
0: just graduated nursing school and passed my NCLEX
2: in last February. Congrats! And so I've been working towards this goal my whole life, and now I'm actually a nurse, and it's great. Yeah, but but you're right. Like now I have there's what's the next?
1: Yes, like, yes. Wow. You don't have to oh, okay. study so thank much. You. Oh gosh. Well, good luck to you, and thank you for being a nurse. Yes, thank you, thank you guys so much
0: for keeping Love us you. all healthy. Thank you, Christina. Yes. Um, I, those dreams, recurring dreams, do you, what do you say about recurring dreams? Like what should we all know or think about when we have the same dream over and over again? Is it a much larger issue or is it literally just, just apply it to what's happened to you in the last 24, 48 hours?
1: Um, I would say just apply it to the, always apply it to the last 24 to 48 hours. It could be the same issue that keeps coming Mm -hmm. up. Like uh, let's say you're always being chased by um, a, a person with a knife that has to do with you're constantly feeling like you're a victim Mm -hmm. of change that is being forced upon you, okay? Because death is change in a dream, and there's this other part of yourself that you don't recognize as you that's forcing. It's trying to force change with the knife because death is change, and you're running from it. So that would mean you continuously in your life feel a victim of change that's being forced upon you.
0: I, I like could I could sit here and listen to you talk about this um, all day long. If you guys are just joining us, dream weaver. Did you get any <laughs> um, emails that I you did. wanted? Okay. Is there somebody you want to talk to?
1: Yes. So this is Lindsay. I actually know her, Lindsay. Um, oh, hi, hi Lindsay. Lindsay. Um, she emailed me on the first of January. So she's been waiting four days for my answer. Uh, she said, this was a small part of a larger dream I had last night that I found very vivid and unusual. I bit off my tongue. <gasps> oh. I could feel it detached in my oh, mouth, oh. so I reached in and took it out. No! The stump that was left felt strange, and I was naturally very alarmed. Obviously. Looking at my severed tongue, I noticed there was a human eye on the tip of it. I squeeze the edges of the tongue to make the eyes close Why? and open again. Oh, God!
0: <laughs> this is so specific.
1: My biggest thought was how to find a way to attach it back into my mouth.
0: What does okay? that mean?
1: All right, so. It's Other than kinda... I
0: probably ate greasy, spicy food or something. Okay,
1: so let's look at the form and function of what a tongue is. So, the Talk? mouth in general, yes, to speak. All right. Yep. So you use your tongue to to eat. And, well, teeth are usually more about uh, processing knowledge because food is knowledge. But your tongue is really used as a function to process knowledge, but also to verbalize your feelings. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the phrase like you cut off your nose to spite your face. Yeah. She's cut off her tongue to spite her speak. So she is somehow. On December 31st. Preventing herself. Preventing herself from expressing herself. Ah. And she's also, her, she was also in the moment in her conscious life able to realize that she stopped herself from saying too much, okay, And then we have the eyes. So the eye is looking at her. Right. Well, you're seeing what you've done. Okay. Mm. And so it's a very um, interesting dream because these are very clear symbols. Like if you're running around with your eyes closed, you're not accepting the world around you. You're shutting quite literally. But she's actually interested in this part of her brain, which is a really good sign that she has recognized. I have stopped myself from speaking my truth. Maybe she didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. Maybe she had had too many drinks on New Year's Eve.
0: So she has something (laughs) she needs to deal with, but she's aware that she is, which is that gives you a fighting chance. Yeah, she
1: stopped herself because she probably what I'm guessing is that she was thinking about how to say something. Okay, Mm -hmm. so she's like, I can't say it that way because that's not going to serve me well. And I have all these things to express. So I'm going to shut it down. You know, whenever you just stop talking yep. and you just start listening because you're like, I'm angry, I'm angry, yep. or I'm that those things are upsetting me. She did that in a moment and she recognized that she did it.
0: And now she's processing. And now she's
1: processing, processing and trying to figure out what's so great is how to reattach it. Yeah. So, so she, she will wants, eventually speak about oh, this. She just yes. oh wasn't my God. going to do verbal diarrhea about something. Don't,
0: yeah, don't diarrhea verbal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, you know, you do, you need to learn how to not just not cut off your tongue. You need to learn how to use it in a better way. But she's yeah. on the road.
0: At least she's aware You're of it. You're on
1: the road, Lindsay. You can do it. I oh love this. God. I love this. <laughs> You
0: love it. No, I totally do. I, you know, in fact, every time we do this segment, I'm like, "What did I dream about?" And I, d- I didn't dream about anything last night that I remember because mm. sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. Or I did, and then I forgot. Like within 30 seconds, I'm like, "Do do do." Oh, look at Instagram. Um, Dawn, thank you so much. And how can people get a hold of you for because we you're going to do this segment every week at 30, every
1: Wednesday every
0: Wednesday at 30. How can they get their dream in?
1: Well, they can. It's The best way to do it is to email me, um, which is on our website. Just go to mytalk1071.com. You can find my name and click on it. Or if you can't do that for some reason and you just have email, dmcclain at hbi.com.
0: All right. When we come back from dreams to oh, Dawn pointed out something (laughs) about Rolling Stone's top 200 singers list of all time. That is really going to annoy you and drive you up a wall. And right. she'll tell us why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. When's the last time you took a close look at your window treatments? If you've had yours for a while, now is the time to inspect them for wear and tear because Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas have an exclusive offer just for My Talkers. Right now, purchase qualifying Hunter Douglas window treatments and mention my talk to have your operating system upgraded to Light Rise. With Hunter Douglas Light Rise, your days of fussing with cords will be long gone. Enjoy the simplicity and ease of the Light Rise system, which lets you operate your window treatment by simply pushing up or pulling down with your hand. There are no lift cords for a clean, uncluttered look that is safe for both children and pets. Not to mention, they look amazing. Explore how Hunter Douglas window treatments can transform the light in your home. Visit littleblindspot.com or visit their amazing showroom in downtown Hopkins. Call today and mention my talk to take advantage of this amazing and exclusive offer. Hey, it's Steve. So I've got this...
1: My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, it's just, um, you know, out there it's snowy and people have been stuck in the snow. So if you didn't listen to the beginning of our show, we had people call in and also email us and tweet us about, you're stuck in the snow. And what else is going oh, on? You know what I mean? Life. Life. Because maybe you broke a nail and you have to dig yourself out of the snow. We want to know it all. And we're not going to judge you for it. So we'll give judge us a call. You.
0: It's fine. <laughs> But, you know, we, we judge ourselves. So it's
1: I fine. do. Like whenever I start to feel sorry for myself, I'm like, get with it, Girl.
0: Well, don't feel sorry for yourself now.
1: No, I don't. Feel sorry for Celine Dion. I do feel sorry for her. You know why? Why? Because she wasn't even included in the top 200 greatest singers of all time list.
0: This, I don't understand. Can you explain this to Uh, me? Because you told me that Celine Dion was not on the list of the 200 singers, of the greatest 200 singers of all time. And don't you know Celine Dion is the greatest singer
1: She is like it feels like to me, just with her octave range alone, that it's a fact.
0: She is literally and I have seen many people, Dawn. Yes. In person. She is definitely one of the best, if not the best, like performer live that I have ever seen in my entire life.
1: Vocalist.
0: Yeah, like she does like it is her. Like the she doesn't need all the bells and whistles. She doesn't need fifty backup dancers. Just her and her voice in a room with a microphone, and you will be blown away. How was she not... First of all, what kind of list is this? this well, crap. this
1: list, list has... You know, it has other people, which, of course, Aretha, Whitney, Adele. um, We have Michael Jackson on there, Mariah Carey. Yeah, so
0: was there a top... Who was at the number one on this list?
1: Um, Hold on just one moment while I process that. I believe it was Aretha Franklin. Yeah, Aretha Franklin.
0: Yeah, which I'm not going to argue with at all. And in fact, I think most of the people on this list deserve to be there. But you can't tell me there was not room for Selene!
1: It's just ridiculous. And then I think what people were so appalled at is that... You know, you had people on there who, listen, I'm not saying they're not iconic performers and definitely deserve to be in the list of greatest bands of all time or contributing to music, but aren't we talking about here, like, singers? It says the best singers of all time, vocalists. No, this is not
0: best entertainer. Yeah, this isn't, like, best. best
1: lyricist, which I would include Bob Dylan in that list, but is he the best singer? I mean, even if you're a Bob Dylan fan, don't you go? yet yeah, no. I mean, I don't.
0: I don't feel like he would be on my list of the 200 greatest singers of all right. time. Right,
1: and that isn't something that he himself wouldn't say. No, like Bob Dylan has. Literally I'd say, hey, said, Bob,
0: what do you think about Celine? Does she deserve to be on the I mean, list? He would say
1: yes. Make room. Prob- he probably wouldn't talk to us, but you know, I think that he has even said Dumb, in his best. <laughs>
0: Why aren't you calling me? He has
1: said, like, I'm not the best singer. Like, he's literally said that himself.
0: And also, nobody was judging. You don't. Here's the thing. You don't need to put Bob Dylan. Why am I clapping? You don't (laughs) need to put Bob Dylan down to make sure Celine Dion has a place. On Rolling Stone's 200 greatest singers of all time, dear dear Rolling Stone, do 201 of the greatest singers of all time? Yeah, like I don't want to have to put down Frank Sinatra, or was he on the list? I don't even know. I'm just saying, like, of all the singers, I don't need to. I shouldn't have to put people down to make sure Celine Dion is included.
1: Right. Now they say that um they when they first published this list, it was 100 greatest singers in 2008. They had an elaborate voting process that included input from well-known musicians.
0: Okay. So
1: then the, the they were skewed toward classic rock and singers from the 60s and 70s. Okay. And then the new list compiled their staff and key contributors.
0: Okay. It, so are they trying to walk away from like, oh, we're sorry, we just we this is how we did it, and somehow Celine just didn't end up there.
1: So then they defend themselves, right? They defend themselves and they say, "Before you start commenting and scrolling, keep in mind that this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Talent is. Excuse impressive.
0: me, Celine Dion. Her voice is not amazing when she's doing audible narration." She's doing,
1: she's a singer! And it does have, like, they say, you know, talent is impressive, genius is transcendent.
0: Oh, so she's not a genius now?
1: She's not, they they don't consider her a genius. They say, say, sure, many people have um, massive pipes, perfect pitch, boundless range. Others have rougher, stranger, or more delicate instruments.
0: Oh, so she's so good, she doesn't even deserve (laughs) to be on the list. Because their list of the greatest... Are people who aren't actually great. Right. What? So, so now bl- you're offending everyone that's on that list. Stop talking, Rolling Stones. Stop so digging.
1: Like, not even. And if you're. I don't even know if their list is from one to 200, but Kelly Clarkson is 194. Okay. Okay. Did you. Did and ha- I also put together a, um, a little mashup yes. here of it's Celine. Uh, the performers that we're comparing her with are Iggy Pop, which okay. is on the list, Bob Dylan, and okay. then Ozzy at the very end. So, oh my god, they have
0: Ozzy Osbourne on the list, but not Celine Dion. These
1: before Kelly of the Carson. greatest
0: singers of all time. Yeah,
1: let's hear it. <laughs> I mean, it's
0: fine. Sure. It's so fun.
1: We love that song. Oh, feel it. Look
0: at that. I have chills. Are you kidding me? We
1: love you, Bob Dylan. I do, but... It's, great. it's just a great song. It's so great. The lyrics are fantastic.
0: Uh, now listen to this. Uh, no!
1: He sounded this way for about 20 years. Oh, God.
0: God. No, you can't say that those two are the same.
1: It's well, they're not even the same. Rolling Stone is set, is saying that she's not compared to him. <sighs> it's just one of those that I usually do not care about lists. I'm like, whatever. They're just trying. It's clickbait. They just want to make yeah. people mad. Mm-hmm. But this is like. A lot. Uh, there's not one person that agreed with Celine not being on there. No,
0: who is the person that goes, yeah, she's a, yeah, you know, she's I mean, not, it's fine. No, she's no. fine.
1: No, it's just
0: D- L- literally, I am not a huge Celine, like, you know, lest you, I mean, un- other than the fact that I am, you know, a very theatrical person, <laughs> <laughs> I, Sorry. it's okay. I am not a huge Celine fan in and of herself like i don't like i'm not I, i'm just not a fan in that way but I don't, then yeah. i was in the audience at the target center which uh-huh. is a notoriously bad well, at the time that she performed notoriously acoustically poor location uh-huh. and she blew the roof off of that place and i just immediately had mad and utter and infinite respect for the talent that she's able to bring to bear in a live space because you go to so many really talented people's concerts and you're like oh i mean i kind of feel like you sounded better in your cd yeah she just brings it
1: or you're singing to your own track which happens so much i mean that is because it is super hard to sing live and hear yourself you know she's
0: just electric
1: She is electric. Um, What do we got to
0: do? Do we have to write a letter?
1: Well, they don't care. They're just going to ignore everybody and probably put out a list that's more offensive next year.
0: I think that's a good idea for uh, a magazine,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, because people are (coughs) loving their magazines lately. Just tick off the last five people that are willing to get a subscription to your paper.
1: Yeah. Experience. I, I would also like to throw in that George Strait is on here. And, you know, of course he's sold millions of albums and these uh, cun-
2: The civil authorities have issued a required monthly test for all of Minnesota beginning at 1.45 p.m. and ending at 2.45.